This episode of the RPG Academy podcast is brought to you by Melanie Monroe and Geek Toe Studios from our friends in the north in Canada. Uh, Melanie is the maker of the Crochet Cthulhu doll. You may remember it from one of our earlier Catacons. There's pictures of it floating around. And it was an awesome thing that was a highly coveted prize that we gave away that first year at the Houston Woods Lodge. Uh, Melanie joined us last year as a vendor, but she is unable to make it this year. And she says she misses everyone and hopes to see them in future Catacons. If you would like to check out some of Melanie's products, including that Crochet Cthulhu doll, head over to geektostudios.com store. And that is G-E-E-K-T-O studios.com store. And you can also find Melanie and her work on Twitter at Geekto, that's G-E-E-K-T-O, or find her on Facebook at facebook.com slash Studios. And again, that's G-E-E-K-T-O Studios. And there will be links in the show notes. And Melanie, I hope we will see you next year as well. And now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the RPG Academy podcast. I am Michael, and today we are here for a show and tell. A show and tell is where we bring on a guest and we talk about something cool. Today's guest is Joe Trier, and the Something Cool is the podcast that he is the DM for called the How We Roll podcast. Joe, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Pleasure to be here. I'm excited to get to talk to you. We, we've talked a couple times. I was even a guest on your show yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, for an actual play, which was fantastic. So uh, so this is long overdue, I think. Uh, so for anyone who isn't already familiar with how, how we roll, which hopefully they are, because it's an awesome actual Thank play, you. <laughs> give, us the, give us the skinny. What's the, what's the eleva- elevator sales pitch for how we roll? Elevator. Okay, so like, I, we've been going about three years. Uh, we play loads of different games, but we're, we're mainly Call of Cthulhu and Dungeons and & Dragons. And the Dungeons & Dragons we do is, is Curse of Strahd. Um, I, I knew you were going to ask for an elevator pitch. And I kind of, so how do you describe our podcast? Like what, you know, what are the big things about us? And I was like looking through our, you know, that sort of iTunes reviews and what fans have said on Twitter and stuff. And I think it kind of boils down to a few things. So we're, we're highly produced, like um, over the, the few last sort of three years we've been going, we've really worked on improving our sound and adding sound effects and background music and making sure we've all got decent mics. So that that's a big thing I think people talk about. They love it. This kind of like BBC radio drama feel like we're highly produced and we're highly edited as well. So I do cut out the coughs and the ums and errs and the, the, the bits in between that are off topic. Um, secondly, loads of people talk about the horror. So whether we're doing Call of Cthulhu or doing Curse of Stride, like we really do focus on that 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 scary element. And people have genuinely said that they have felt tense and a bit frightened listening to some of our darker episodes. Um, and I think that, but all of that aside, I think the main thing is we we are just like a really really close group of friends. Um, we have a really good time together. And I think what I was really hoping for when I when we started doing the podcast and I started editing it together is I wanted that that feel of being round our table. I know some actual plays that I've listened to, I feel like they're having a great time. It's like being sat at a pub and the people in the table next to me are having this amazing time and I'm listening in. And I, I didn't want that at all. I wanted you to feel like you're an actual player sitting down with us and, you know, hearing the sounds of the dice and the gunshots and the the, the tense moments and, and the jokes and, the, you know, the, the good time we're having and stuff. So I think that that's probably how we roll in a nutshell. 
Okay. So, and I, I will um, second that I've listened to your show. I, I'm not a regular listener to every episode, but I've certainly listened to several. They are very well done. The editing oh, is very, very good. The audio sound <laughs> effects are incorporated very well. Uh, it's it's very cool what you guys are doing. So let's let's talk about that quickly. So in case someone can't differentiate our accents, because I know we sound a lot alike. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I am from Kentucky. Where are you from, Joe? So I, I, I'm from England. Uh, I was born in London. Um, I've travelled all over. I lived in Japan for a bit, actually. Um, but I'm I'm based in Manchester, England. Um, the cast is, I guess, kind of UK based, UK and Ireland based. Um, my uh, co-host uh, Owen, he's he's we met in Manchester, but he lives in Ireland. Another co-host, Dave, he's like American via Romania now in now in England. Um, but we have uh, the rest of our kind of extended class caster from all over but predominantly uk and ireland um we again we do have a lot of guests and uh, sort of like long time guests now as well who are Mm -hmm. from all over so now you started the podcast with call of cthulhu yes yes and like the artwork uh, of at least the current artwork for like your podcast is like you know tentacles reaching out from the depths (laughs) so so what is it about call of cthulhu that your group like, was this a decision for the podcast that we want to play this because not many people are, or it fits the type of game, gameplay we want to produce, or was that just the game that you normally played and you decided to record it? No, no, not, not at all. I mean, I, I come from a, a, a huge background of, uh, of Dungeons and Dragons, really, right back to second edition, even before, you know, the red box and things like that. Um, what? what? Yeah, well, I'm older than I look. I think I'm 37 this year, so I've been playing since I yeah, was Yeah, he about... looks like he's 12. <laughs> so, just, so for the people listening... Yeah, this guy, um, do you get carded when you go to a pub? I haven't for a long time, but then I haven't been to a, well, no, I have been to a pub quite recently. No, it's been a while, but um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I get it a lot. I know um, I started a new job recently and I was chatting to one of the guys there, that's a graphic designer, and he was chatting. I said, like, oh, so, you know, have you, have you just left uni as well? I'm like, no, <laughs> like 15 years ago, fucking hell. But no, I mean, yeah, I do look a bit yeah. younger, but um, to answer your question, we it, it comes down as the podcast got together, so um I think me and uh, Owen were online gamers, uh, things like League of Legends and stuff. And we, it's a surprise that we're still friends actually after playing that. But um, <laughs> we kind of got chatting and it just turned out he lived like literally a five minute walk away. So we sort of met for a few drinks and I introduced him to some of the other members of the podcast, uh, Dave, who, uh, who I knew through board games. And Dave was like, hey, like I've got a whole bunch of friends coming around my house to play Dungeons and Dragons. Do you want to join us? And I was, I jumped at the chance. I hadn't played for for years. I'd been living vicariously, like listening to podcasts. And we arrived at sort of the end of the week, uh, brought Owen along with me. And there was, um, there was like 15 people there and, and technically like one DM. And then one guy was like, oh, you know, I, I guess I can DM. So they were big, big groups, um, very fourth edition, um, very combat focused, um, kind of fun, but it, it wasn't really the game that I was wanting to play. Like the, the pace was kind of slow. Um, I think we started quite high level. Uh, so the combat, like I think we had like one combat and that was, there, w- there wasn't much more than that. Um, and so from there, we, we kind of chose players that we got on really well and started our own group. And it just happened to be that I'd got the Call of Cthulhu 7th edition handbook and I was like, hey, should we play this? You know, I've not, I'd never played it before. Um, and we played, we played about, I don't know, four or five scenarios we, we played a few scenarios anyway and um from there we decided to record it i think owen already had his own like league of legends podcast it's like oh it's no problem you know we're really we're really fun there's loads of people out there doing podcasts we can do it dead easily and then like we got drunk and it was like we're the best we would be hilarious <laughs> like we should definitely do it and uh, we definitely weren't the best when we started out but um it's one of those things you know we started recording and 
a few people listened and then we carried on recording and more people tuned into what we were doing and um yeah I, I think Call of Cthulhu definitely suits our style like I really like the, the tense uh, nature of it and the fact you can really just die <laughs> any moment at all <laughs> yeah I think um you know it's one of those things where just you know from the from a strictly I'm a podcaster I want to try to get as many people as listening as possible standpoint Call of Cthulhu has a much smaller potential audience, mm. but there's so few other shows in the water. Uh, you know, the, really the only other one I'm very familiar with is, is Cthulhu and Friends. I'm sure there are more, but those you two are the ones that I'm most familiar with. So, you know, you're 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 trying to get a smaller audience, but there's less people vying for them. Right? Like D&D, yeah. you cannot swing a dead <laughs> cat these days without hitting a podcaster for D&D. And, you know, again, I think, the learning curve has gotten so small these days that, you know, for a long time, I prided the fact that our podcast was really good, sounded really, really good. But now everybody <laughs> sounds as good as we do or better. Like it is no longer a thing that I can yeah. say that, oh, we sound better than most people. No, we're middle of the pack now because so many people have figured it out. It's just exploding. But but again, it's I'm, I'm excited for that. I think it's a good thing. But you do also play D&D. So... So how are your episodes structured? Like if I go back and listen, you've been going around for three years. You have probably what, like 100, 150 yeah, episodes? Yeah, easily. Yeah, 150, 160 episodes. Like we've, I think we've released pretty much every week. We've never missed a week or maybe one or two in three years. Like something we've really pushed that we keep that consistency. Whether that carries on, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> but we've, so, what, so what is like the first 100 Call of Cthulhu? Or how, how are they divided up? I think... Um, well, going back, I mean, right now, again, starting a podcast is so difficult. Um, when we started, there just there weren't many Call of Cthulhu podcasts. There certainly weren't many that had any editing at all or any kind of you know decent production. And we, another thing we said is like, let's do it episodically. So you can start on episode, you know, like scenario one, or you can start at scenario ten. And although like all the characters are are often the same, like they die a lot, but in theory, there there is like an ongoing story. You could literally say, hey, I've got this Call of Cthulhu scenario book. I really want to play this scenario. I wonder if anyone's played it. How we roll have played it. And so, I think part of our shtick is. Cthulhu, Call of Cthulhu is so different from Dungeons and Dragons. Like it's not so much based on encounters; it's based on scenes and the the investigative nature of of role plays. Is, is harder for a DM to run, but it's harder for players to run as well. And I think having someone out there that's done these sort of famous scenarios or scenarios that are coming out now is really really useful to a lot of our listeners. So that's what we kind of do. So. Um, I think we've probably done, I don't know, 15 or 20 Call of Cthulhu scenarios that you can go out right now and buy and you can hear our version of it and then you could play it yourself and use that almost like as a tip. But then we've got an ongoing Curse of Strahd campaign, which um, I think we're probably about halfway through. We've just we've done our 50th episode, which is where we finished um, chapter two. Um, and you could jump in at any chapter i think you're probably you came and joined us for like chapter three or something we did this thing called um the banquet of the damned damned which is is kind of standalone or you could start right from the beginning with the death house and follow the story through but i think we've tried to be episodic so you could join in at any episode so if someone's listening they they want to give you guys a, a chance or i should say you people because <laughs> folks because it's not just all dudes on this podcast 100 oh, percent, yeah other than going back to episode one is there a particular scenario for Call of Cthulhu that you think, if not necessarily the best, is a favorite? Yeah, like, I, again, I, I try and, you know, reach out to fans and say, hey, which ones did you re you really enjoy? Because, like, as a keeper, there's ones that I was really proud of. Like, there's one called The Sanitarium, which is probably, 
it took six months of planning to write and everything builds up to this huge climax. But I'd say don't start there because that is the build up of a whole load of different scenarios. And it's also kind of the end of the old school. And then after that, we replaced all our microphones and really built up a whole load of stuff. So um, there's a few that I definitely recommend. So the current uh, scenario we're releasing right now is called Bleak Prospect. Um, all the uh, the characters are like hobos and they wake up in a uh, Hooverville, which is set in the, the Great Depression. And they're all suffering from this horrendous disease. And it's trying to figure out who the, when, the men in the white masks are, who are the kind of main antagonists. That's a really good place to start. Um, there's a scenario called Blackwater Creek, um, which is a great beginner scenario. And we actually got the writer, a guy called uh, Scott Dorwood, um, and he's big in the uh, big writer for Call of Cthulhu, who helped write the game itself. And he came in to run his scenario, Blackwater Creek, and people really, really love that. And then there's another scenario. Oh, God, there's so many. There's one There's one called Forget Me Not, which is a really dark scenario, a modern day scenario really kind of unpleasant really quite gory a lot of body horror uh, and that's genuinely well people have said it's genuinely scary and if that's kind of your thing and you don't mind being a bit grossed out uh, that's another one i'd recommend but honestly the later the better like oh, the sound really does improve but choose one that you want to play basically and uh, you know give right. us a listen now so for if anyone well I, let me say this first so if it's not been already been made clear this is an explicit podcast for uh, horror as well as for language and adult content and that kind of thing. So you guys have the E rating, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think I sometimes forget to put it on an episode, but 100%, like I don't bleep out um, swear words and stuff. Like we are essentially a group of adult mates who get around and, and you know, we drink while we, we play. Like I, I, we don't, you know, drinking's not a huge part of who we are. Like uh, one of the guys is based in Canada and he's, you know, it's like 10 a.m. when he plays or something with us. And so he doesn't drink. Uh, Lisa, who's a woman from L.A., who plays with us. Again, for her, it's like midday. So neither of them drink when we play. But um, yeah, 100%. We're an explicit podcast. I'm not saying don't bring your kids along, but probably don't. Like, you know, Par- Parental guidance suggested. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, actually, Lisa was a guest on Detention not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, she told me. Uh, so hopefully some, some people had a chance to check that out. She was a blast. And uh, I just saw she, she is she participating in this uh, stream of eyes? She is, situation? yeah. So she's, she's uh, right now, actually, she's uh, on the stream of many eyes. Yeah, she's playing uh, like an NPC, but an NPC that's going to feature in, in all the different streams, I think. Uh, I've not, because she's oh. kind of actually there right now. I've not managed to check in with her, but she's, uh, she's so excited leading up to it. it. It just looked like what I've seen of the Twitch channel so far just looks amazing. I'm really, really looking forward yeah. to it. Uh, now, this will probably come out. Actually, I, I say probably this will definitely come out after all that's over with. So if you've already watched the stream of many eyes you've already seen lisa yeah. if not then if, when you go back you will um so the other thing i want to mention is um is streaming do you guys well first of all when do you release your podcast like is it monday tuesday wednesday and then do you also do any streaming twitch stuff uh so we we, we try and release every sunday um at the moment i've got a heavily pregnant wife brand new job and a two-year-old um so occasionally i'm late i've not missed a week yet i think i'm going to unfortunately but we we try and release weekly uh normally a sunday or a monday we do stream we've just got a whole load of really nice new overlays which we're really excited about um we're planning on streaming our next game in july which will be the chapter three of curse of strad which um if, if you have listened to our curse of strad stuff it ended on this massive massive cliffhanger um 
where we're big on player agency and basically they just completely destroyed my story and it just went in this completely amazing direction and yeah we had to finish on this cliffhanger so when we do stream it's probably about once a month um we don't really think of ourselves as a streaming podcast because we do only stream about every three weeks or so but um we always put it out on our discord on twitter and uh, advertise it out while we're doing it so yeah do do come along if you fancy it so uh, what is your Twitch channel? Is it just How We Roll? Yeah, I think it's uh, yeah twitch.tv forward slash How We Roll podcast. Okay, and what about Twitter, Facebook, any of those places if people want to? Oh, yeah, uh, we're everywhere. Um, so uh, I run the uh, the official How We Roll uh, Twitter, so it's at HWR podcast. Um, at Facebook, I assume, I think it's H- How We Roll podcast as well. Like I'd have to search it. But yeah, if you search How We Roll, we come up. Uh, you know, our, our uh, website is uh, howwerollpodcast.com and .co.uk, so you can check us out either one. So you mentioned, you know, like many podcasts, you start off with a certain level of equipment. And as you record, you realize, oh gosh, we sound <laughs> terrible. Uh, we need to fix that. So you buy a new microphone and then you buy this and you buy that. Um, you guys have a Patreon or some way that people can support you if that's something they're interested in doing? Yeah, hundred percent. So we, we've we've been really lucky with our Patreon, and we've got some some just fantastic fans who can chip in a dollar or you know a few dollars, and it's it's how we keep going. So yeah, our, our Patreon is just forward slash how we roll podcast, and um, um, if you if you support us, I think at the five dollar level you get all episodes a week early. Um, at ten dollar level you get all episodes two weeks early, and then at higher levels you get other kind of bonuses and stuff. And um, I think we've just passed. In fact, we have. We've just passed one a milestone, which is uh, I'm going to run um, a game for. Um, for four of our Patreon sort of randomly selected. So that's coming up soon too. Um, oh, that is very, very cool. So I just want to ask now, so you primarily play Call of Cthulhu. You, you also have this D&D game that uh, the Curse of Strahd. Are there any other like one-offs or side treks or anything that you... Uh, you, you and your folks have ran. Are you always the keeper? Does that ever change? So um, I think I can't. I think we've we've got a couple of. I, I'm trying to remember which ones we've recorded and which ones we've actually released. So I think we've definitely got a game of Everyone Is John, um, which was very early on. So I think the sound there is really sketchy. But again, at fun. Um, we've got a game of Inspectors, um, which Paul from Swordnut Radio came in and he was the the DM for, and I got to play, which was fantastic. And we've had a whole load of guest keepers in. So we've had Mike Mason, who's the line editor from Chaosium. He came in and did Ties That Bind, which is a Call of Cthulhu game. And then he came in and did Pandora's Box, which is a Pulp Cthulhu game, which was great. Um, we had Scott Dorwood come in and he's done, um, as I said before, the uh, Blackwater Creek, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um and I think we've got some other stuff which is unreleased. So I'm not really allowed to talk about it, but yeah, we've okay. we, we, we're always up for it. We, we love having guests on. Um, we've had um, Aram Vartian from Godsfall has been kind of like a long-term guest. I think he's in like 25 episodes of our Curse of Strahd <laughs> stuff. Um, obviously, Lisa Lee has been a, a long-time guest as well. Um, and obviously, you've you've come on. We've had uh, James DeMarco as well from One Shot. Um, so we do, we def- it, it does tend to be me me as the keeper or DM. And I think, you know, I've, I've been long time DM since I was about 10, <laughs> since I first started playing. So it's just, it's how I kind of fall in. But occasionally I do get to play a game, which is great. Okay. And then I know last year, I believe it was last year around this time, again, I may be missing updates. You had a chance to hang out a little bit with Calum, who's from the Release Podcast. Both of you were at the UK Game Expo or some yeah, such. Yeah, yeah, that was that was amazing. So, um, it, as far as I know, it's it, it's not it is coming out soon. So, um, 
Yeah, so we at, at Dragon Meet, we got to record a game with a group of UK podcasters. So there was Caelan from the Royce, this one. There was um, the Kai from Wizard of the Wind. Um, we had a, a Chim- Chimpians RPG. We had Demipia RPG as well. And we all got together for a big game of Call of Cthulhu, which was recorded. Um, and Kai from Wizard of the Wind is editing that up. But I don't know where it's up to. Like, I know he's had a huge number of, like... Uh, issues with his recordings and things like i think he lost a whole lot of data and i think he's been sorting that out so it, it is a great scenario it's one written for by chaosium for these um for the conventions uh it's called the kids aren't all right uh, it's super <laughs> super fun but I, I have no idea where that's up to and what, when that's going to be released so is there any chance uh you will have a chance to make origins or gen con ever travel to the states or is it pretty much uk game expo and dragon meat for you well, uh, well the uk games expo is this weekend and i'm not there <laughs> so um, oh. um, i will 100 percent be at dragon meat this year fingers crossed depending on baby number two um we do we were actually planning on coming to origins uh so not oranges gen con this year um just but mm-hmm. the money like it's it's so prohibitive for us you know it's kind of you're talking like 1500 dollars each and we you know we've been very lucky with our patreon but not that lucky <laughs> right yeah yeah, uh, yeah but we are 100 percent planning on coming next year um whether it's just me or whether it's the whole group of people, I think. But everyone's kind of put in a commitment and I've, I've we've started saving up a, a percentage of the Patreon is just going aside to put to take a big chunk off everyone's tickets so that at least we're not paying the, the whole lot. So one day, fingers crossed. Well, one thing I'll suggest, they have given me a press badge for like the last four or five years. I don't feel like I've justified the earned <laughs> it. But you probably can get at least one out of them if you put yourself in as a press too. So that'll save you like a hundred bucks off somebody's ticket. Oh, nice. Oh, I'll definitely do that. Um, and I know um, there's a big, big um, gaming shop in, in Manchester called Fanboy 3. And I know they have big links with Wizard of the Coast and various other things, as, as a lot of gaming shops do. And I know they go to Gen Con every year. And so I was chatting to their manager, there's a woman called Heidi, who just randomly I went to uni with and know through that just a coincidence walking and go, hey, what are you doing here? But, yeah, I work here now. I manage it, and and they go every year, and so they they handle all the accommodation together, and they get you know, I've heard there's a whole issue with like hotel lotteries and stuff, which I don't even want to be part of that. <laughs> but she's saying, yeah, just come with us. I mean, again, I, I I'm sure people want to kick me in the nuts every time I say this, but we actually have a, a hotel hookup, so we don't have to deal with that. Uh, one of our Friends of a friend is a VIP and they get, you get like, if you're a VIP, you're guaranteed two hotel rooms oh, no each year. And he basically just sublets one of them out to <laughs> us every year. So, so yeah. So, so the thing that probably causes the most people, the most headache, we don't have any problem That's with whatsoever. Amazing. Uh, yeah. And then we get like seven or eight people. <laughs> we just cram in there. So it's not too expensive either. So, and also it's a two hour drive for me. So I totally <laughs> get that. It's really expensive for other people. But for me, Gen Con is not expensive They're and right. it's awesome. So I look forward to it every year. That's again where a catacon came from is because I love Gen Con so much that first year I didn't want to wait a year to yeah, do it again. Yeah, yeah. And that's basically what why a catacon is a thing. Because because I've I mean Dragon Meat last year was my first ever convention, so I've only ever been to one convention ever, and I went to the one day London convention Dragon Meat, which was I had a blast. It was really really good fun, but even that was a bit overwhelming. And it's a one day convention in basically one or two rooms really, so. Uh, Gen Con sounds amazing but yeah really intimidating as well particularly with the travel and the accommodation and everything else it sort of rolled in well hopefully it works out if if you or anyone else in your in your crew are able to make it please make sure you let us know Uh, we usually on Wednesday nights have a get-together we will definitely be there so we can try to 
game together or just, you know, go out and I don't drink, but I'll go to a pub and watch <laughs> you drink and chat and, you know, whatever. We can get some pretzels and that kind of thing. Uh, so definitely try to make a point of saying hello. Um, so any, again, you mentioned there's some things going on you can't talk about. So I, I may be setting you up for a <laughs> major disappointment, but is there anything coming up soon that you're excited about that you can share a new direction for the podcast, a new game, any, anything that's happening recently or, or, or soon, I should say. So um, the big thing, which we actually just finished recording uh, five minutes before I came on to talk to you tonight, um, is uh, I wrote a scenario back in, uh, I wrote uh, back in, oh God, was it be like, I think it finished, I think I finished writing it the day before Christmas, at Christmas Eve, and it was published on Christmas Day. So it's a Call of Cthulhu scenario called The Idol of Thoth. Um, and it's, it's been really popular, really, really highly, highly reviewed, and we've finally played it. And the reason I've hold off playing it is because it has a massive twist ending. And so once you mm. hear it you, it, you can't really play it and have the same enjoyment. So I've held off, but we've just finished recording it, and that's going to be released in probably probably a month or two. So that's coming soon. And then obviously in August, we're going to release season three of Curse of Strahd. Um, and there's there's a whole load of things I can't really talk about which are coming sure. up soon too which we're really excited about well hopefully people will jump onto your Twitter and your Facebook and then as these things come out they'll hear about them in real time so on average how long are your episodes are they like half an hour an hour four hours like what are we looking oh at God. for each episode um, I think I worked out it takes me about between one to four or one to eight to edit so if it takes if it's an hour long episode then I've put in between four and eight hours of my time to edit and I do it on a weekly basis but you know with a full-time job and a child so I have to keep them short so 45 minutes is an average I don't tend to go lower than 40 minutes um, the finale of the Idol of Thoth, which we've just recorded, is an hour and ten minutes, which I'm dreading that edit. <laughs> That's going to be a killer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, under an hour, about 45 minutes is probably our average. Like a good commute to work, I think, is uh, how yeah. I imagined it. I think that's kind of the sweet spot. Like when we do our actual plays, I I try to make them 45 minutes to an hour. Like that's the goal. And then sometimes I'll go shorter. Like if it just makes so much yeah. sense to cut it at 38 minutes because of something I'll do it. But generally I, I look at 45 minutes to an hour is, is what we're trying to get to. I think that's a good, like for me listening, I think that's a good amount of time. Like you said, it's, you know, for some people that's their commute. Uh, like for me personally, like I know there's some podcasts that put out two or three, four hour episodes. I'm literally never going to listen to them. <laughs> I don't care how good they are. That just doesn't fit my desires. That's not, doesn't fit my lifestyle. Cause I'm never going to remember what was happening and, you know, it's just not going to work for me. So for me personally, I like 45 minutes to an hour. So that's, that is great uh, for Michael, which is what <laughs> the world revolves around me. The sooner people figure that out, the better off we'll all be. No, I, I'm 100% the same. Like, I mean, I have a commute to work. So there's a whole load of podcasts that I'd love to get more into. But I have like, it's like 25 minutes there, 25 minutes back. And then I can't listen to any more at home. So if I haven't finished the episode in that time, then it's unlike, I, I find it very hard to start halfway through an episode the next day. So like, yeah, there's some really good ones out there, which I love and I do, but yeah, 45 minutes for me is perfect because it's uh, yeah, a day, a day's commute. Yeah. I, uh, personally right now, my, my job fluctuates for how difficult it is based off certain factors, which are totally boring, but sometimes I can listen to podcasts at work and then sometimes I can't just because I can't listen and do my job. Like I get confused, like I, I'll stop <laughs> working to listen or I'll stop listening to work. Uh, so a lot of times when I'm at work, I'll listen to more comedic podcasts, uh, movie reviews, Kevin Smith stuff. Um, mm. uh, there's a bunch of like improv people that I listen to 
because I can kind of go in and out on those. It's not a big deal. But when I'm actually in the car, that's when I listen to more of the actual plays where I can kind of really get into that and listen, which is probably dangerous because I'm driving. Uh, I don't know that driving's any less you know, <laughs> uh, brain usage than uh, my job, but it seems to work. So we're going to keep doing it. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way when it comes to that. I, when I'm home, I can't listen to podcasts. No. Uh, I've tried to listen like while I'm doing yard work, like mowing the yard. I can't it, like I can't hear it well enough to to for that to work. I just I just I don't know if it's because I do have hearing issues or whatever. But so pretty much it's in the car at work are the only times I can listen. Which I mean I'm the same, but I I will. But we've we've put I keep on meaning to put like a thing on our podcast saying like it's best heard with headphones because obviously we do a lot of uh, music and sound effects, and so they don't drown out the talk. I have to keep it at quite a low volume, often at like minus twenty decibels. So if you listen it in the car, you are going to miss out of a, a chunk of that experience. Like um, I recently did a an actual reading of a Lovecraft story. So my favorite Lovecraft story is called From Beyond, and it's been made into all sorts of movies and things. But it's this great twenty minutes short story which I recorded with uh, sort of different actors almost like those BBC radio plays really nice sound effects and background music and then our current scenario directly follows that story on so it's what happened after from beyond oh okay but if you listen to it in the car then you're going to miss out on some of those yeah those old-timey sound effects and the atmosphere that we were trying to build or whether we do it successfully or not is up to the listener really but well I say for myself even in the car I'm still listening on headphones um, I have a little bluetooth uh, oh, nice thing nice. that I stick in there. Um, so even again, even in the car, unless it's dead because it is battery operated, sometimes it'll die <laughs> and I listen. But for the most part, I'm going to hear it all, which I think is is ideal. So that's exciting. You got a scenario that you wrote that you've now recorded. Uh, so when is that going to start releasing? Uh, so we we usually work about eight weeks ahead. So the current scenario is called Bleak Prospect, and I believe that that's seven episodes long, maybe eight episodes long. And I think we've we're releasing episode three tomorrow so five weeks six okay. weeks something like that um so uh, yeah it's coming soon hopefully um i've actually got another scenario uh due to be published soon but it's a much longer one i think it's going to be twenty thousand words and i'm at like sixteen thousand words and stuck and it's just finding like i need to find just a day to write yeah and with a kid and a job and it just I haven't managed to find it and it's so long and editing yeah yeah well this is it yeah but the other thing is it's so long by the time I've read it, that's my like 45 minutes of time I had just reading through it to get back into it because it's, yeah. it's like 15,000 words already. So, um, But it, it's uh, based on the whole Stranger Things thing. So it's set in the 80s in Innsmouth. I don't know if, anyone, if, if any listeners at home know, know anything about Innsmouth in the Lovecraft mythology, but it's uh, it should be really exciting if I can ever get it sorted. So the first one you mentioned, where, where, where is it published? Can people purchase it? Like, where would they go? It's just it's just on drive through RPG. So um, Chaosium, who's the company that owned Call of Cthulhu and uh, put those games out there, put out something called the Miskatonic Repository. And it was basically a place where anyone can publish. So you could just go on there right now and stick up your Word document or your uh, uh, however you've kind of organized your thing and, and sell it for whatever you like. Um, I was quite lucky because um, Chaosium, they hired six writers to kind of fill up the Miskatonic Repository so it wasn't going up empty. And uh, another publisher, um, a company called Stygian Fox, um, who put out some really cool uh, sort of darker um, Call of Cthulhu stuff, they basically put out a call to writers and said, hey, you know, we have uh, we really want to put something up here. Can anyone give us something in the next week? And I was, because I'd already written something for them, which has again not been published yet, unfortunately. 
um, I put my hand in said I've got an idea and they they liked it and so um, I had to I think by the time it actually came through I had to write the entire thing in three days oh wow because I like 8,000 words in three days at Christmas, which was nuts, but um, got it done. <laughs> I got it edited right. So, um, But literally anyone can put their own stuff up there. And there's a whole lot of really cool kind of fan-based uh, scenarios on there right now. So it's kind of like DMs Guild, but for Call of Cthulhu? 100%, yeah, yeah. And it's on uh, yeah, uh, DMs, uh, not DMs Guild, sorry, it's on um, DriveThruRPG. So anything else that we haven't talked about? Hopefully anyone listening has decided that this is definitely something they need to at least give a listen to, D&D or otherwise. But is there anything else about your show that you think might get people to like push them over to say, <laughs> okay, yes, definitely, I'll come listen? I guess um, one thing we probably haven't mentioned is we're very, very big on story. Like I've, I've always wanted to be a storyteller. It's a big part of who I am and what I do. Um, and I think we're very, very based in that story. So um, I I always, when I talk in NPCs, I always talk in the first per, per, first person. Um, all the uh, players do as well. And we've got some really talented voice actors who do put on all sorts of crazy accents and really, really cool ways of kind of approaching the story. And I think it really makes it much more immersive. And when I do do my production, it's about sound effects and music, but my edit is much more about pace and making sure that, you know, every scene counts. Like the last thing I want to do, like I, I'm really short of time and I know loads of people out there are as well. And the last thing I want to do is waste anyone's time. So if you do tune in, hopefully if you that, that 45 minutes that you, you, you check out is a really tight 45 minutes as a lot of pace, a lot of tension and a really good story as well, which is what we're aiming for. Hopefully we achieve it as well. Well, I certainly think you do. Um, I oh, think your you. podcast is excellent. Um, to the point even that we recently had a conversation about networks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've, this, this did come up a few weeks ago, I believe. Yeah, so we made an official offer for how we roll to join the network. And unless I'm confused, you said yes. We did. And we were, we were so excited about it. Because I think, I, mean, I think if, I'm, if I'm remembering right, like when we first started, like year, this is like three and a half years ago, we were like, hey, we're really good. Like we've, we've got like, 20 listeners like we're pretty popular i like the rpg academy like they seem to have people on their network maybe and i think we did approach you and you were like we love what you're doing but you know carry on doing what you're doing and you know and i think at the time you were much smaller it was just you and maybe two or three others like it, it you weren't doing what you're doing now with this big network yeah we originally started i think rpg gamer dad was the first network person so yeah, so RPG Gamer Dad was our first affiliate, and unfortunately his podcast has faded away. Uh, and then we brought on Sharkbone, which I was a big fan of, and we were already friendly with them. And then it's just sort of grown and grown and grown from there. Uh, but we we sort of had a rule for a while, and we we've we've sort of got loosened it a little bit, but we still try to stick to it that any show that's less than six months old that we don't want to bring them on just uh, because there are so many that around that six month mark, they're like, you know what? This is really hard. <laughs> and we've only got like 40 listeners. It's not worth it. And so, so many podcasts die within that first year. Uh, we, we don't want that to happen. Cause I think we actually, if I remember, we had somebody that we were going to bring on and then they died. Uh, not them personally, their podcast. So we kind of <laughs> I was about to say, we, whoa. <laughs> uh, so we want to wait till it shows at least six months old before we would look at bringing them on. And I think, I think that your show was inside that. Oh, we, oh, it would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think it was one of those things we got really excited that people stuck. Because right at the beginning, we just put it out for us and our mates and a whole load of people tuned in, I think, because we um, put it out there the same time as like seventh edition Call of Cthulhu was getting quite big. And although like our production was nowhere near like it is now, it was still mm. pretty good. Like it wasn't just one microphone in the middle of the table. So 
I think we were probably feeling a bit big for our boots, and we were like, "Hey, hey, Michael, we've heard of you. <laughs> we really like and the thing is, so you. You, you certainly were were qualified. I don't, I don't want to say that, but, but you know, again, we were still trying to figure out what we, what we were doing, and, and realistically, it shouldn't have taken the additional three years because your your show is phenomenal, and I'm, I hope oh, a lot you. of people will check it out. But it's worked out. We are now once again joined together. Uh, we've expanded our empire further into the <laughs> UK because now we have Calum and you. Uh, so slowly we're going to move across and uh, I don't know what's next, like Australia, East Asia. We got to have a podcast, somebody somewhere. We're going to circle the globe at some point. Uh, well, it's it, it's a real, I'm really happy. It's come around this full circle. And it's uh, again, we're, we've all been big fans of the RPG Academy since we started. So that's great. And um, no, so thank you so much. And we're a pleasure to be a member. Absolutely. And again, we are fans of yours. And again, you know this because you went through the process, but that's how it works here. Is we have a show that's nominated and a bunch of us listen and we chat about it. We talk about it and we vote. And uh, it was pretty much overwhelming. I don't think anybody said no. It was like, yes and hell yes, but there weren't any <laughs> no's at all. That's good. Um, I know it was done in private. I was like, what are they saying? You know, when you're always a bit nervous, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just in case, you know, um, that, that's one of the things, again, we're getting way into baseball now, but like, you know, if we bring someone on, and maybe one person in the network didn't want them in or di- wasn't that impressed. We don't want that to be, <laughs> you know. It, so, yeah. So, uh, that's just kind of how the process works. But, again, it, and I'm not just saying this because you can't ever verify. It was all yeses for every, the, everyone who participated. Uh, we think you uh, do great work. But uh, So, I think we're going to wrap it up unless there's anything else you want to talk about. We're going to close shop, get out of here. Anyone listening, please go give them a listen. Check them out. Um, again, Joe gave you several places to start, but you can always go back to episode one and start from there. Yeah, do I mean I, I, to a whole lot of people, I'd say check out uh, some of our latest stuff, something like Bleep Prospect or Blackwater Creek. See if you'd like what we do, and if you do, then consider going back to the haunting and the the audio. I mean, I actually redid the haunting, so the audio and the haunting's not so bad, but it does get goes down, then goes back up again. But there's this whole mythology we built up with the original characters, and it it does build up to this incredible finale with the sanitarium. So if you like what we do, go back and check it out from the beginning. But it, you know. Listen to your latest stuff first, I'd say. Give us a chance. See if it, you know, if it's your cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, best foot forward. And then if you like that, then you can go back and maybe listen to other stuff with a with a kinder ear. For sure, for sure. And obviously, if you're not into Call of Cthulhu, if horror is not your thing, check out our Curse of Strahd stuff because we've had some amazing guests, including Michael from the RPG Academy. Uh, and we, we've had uh, Aram Vartian from God's Fall. is a long-time guest. We've had James Tomato, a whole lot of other people. It's uh, Lisa Lee, uh, voice actress from L.A., um, We've we've had a great time with um, Coastal Strat, so yeah, check it out if that's your thing. Well, thank you, Joe, very much for for, for joining me here today. Thank you and, and to your entire cast and crew for Pleasure. joining the network. We really are excited to have you on. Uh, but we're going to wrap things up. So this has been Michael. And I've been Joe. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. 
We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the drive-thru RPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.